Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and Filthy Casual. Back at you once again. As usual, this is your host, Dennis. This is Lewis. This is Harold. And thank goodness it is the second, third, fourth week of the month. I don't know what it is anymore. And we finally are able to get back uh, Kersia. We've been getting a lot of email from everybody saying that the, uh, the the podcast isn't just the same when there's actually no Kersia. So uh, welcome back, Kersia. How are you doing today? I'm Yay. doing well. Thanks for having me back. I think you're making that up about the emails, but I appreciate it. Well, I mean, we make up the fact that people listen to our podcast. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it, there's some truth to everything that I've just said so far. So, uh, welcome, Kersha. Really, really, really happy that you're here today. Um, it, this is the fourth time I've had to do this intro because I'm really distracted. So, I've decided that today I am not going to be the host. It is going to be Harold. So, Harold, um, I think you're going to start us off with our potpourri today, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so... The first thing I wanted to talk about, talk about, damn it. Now, Dennis, you got me doing it. Anyways, um, so have you guys heard? Uh, obviously, we've been in this pandemic for way, way, way too long than we about a minute. should have been. Yeah, you know, a minute and a year plus some excess days. But um, one, of the big, one of the big casualties from um, the pandemic itself, at least here in California, has been the uh, the availability of theme parks um and obviously being los angeles there is a ton of theme parks here it's kind of what one of those things that we're known for particularly disneyland and uh just this week they announced that um they're going to be doing the um uh i I don't know particularly what it's called but it's uh, they're reopening california disney or disney california adventure and it's kind of just a, a like a a walkthrough is that, is that what it seems like? Like yeah, like a, I agree, Harold. It does seem like a walkthrough. Definitely, no rides or anything, at least from what we understand. But there's going to be a lot of opportunities to a buy food, b uh, buy merchandise, and supposedly there's going to be like a, a chance for you to wave hi to characters. Uh, does does that sound appealing to you guys? Not for seventy five dollars. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's twenty five dollars. Right. It's seventy five dollars, but that's including parking and also there was a food voucher. I believe there's a twenty yeah a twenty five dollar food voucher. So so one hot dog. <laughs> so one yeah, hot dog. definitely. I mean, uh, yeah, you you that's already twenty five bucks that you're kind of saving for because that's how much uh, I, I I I don't maybe I could be wrong, but that that's where it was creeping up on parking for Disneyland anyway. Um, so, but definitely, if you have like, like a party of four, that's already what um three hundred bucks that you that you have to shell out, um, and without the rides or anything. And, you know, that's a little iffy for me, to be honest with you. Oh, I I was going to say, I I kind of agree. I see that point. But I also understand that, you know, there are some hardcore Disney files out there who will see this as an opportunity of like, you know, uh, uh, what's your what's the word you've been saying? Uh, I I can't remember right now, but basically like 
we can go back to normal or whatever it is that new normal is going to be. So yeah, I think baby steps. So I'm sure it'll sell out if it hasn't already. Cause like you said, I mean, I've seen plenty of annual pass stickers on cars all over Southern California, where we're from. So I would not be surprised if this sells out quick, you know, even if it is just literally you're walking up and down uh, the, the, the main Boulevard and that's it. So, yeah. I mean, but, but good for them. I mean, it's something, you know, things, uh, thankfully were, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. The numbers are improving and everything seems to be, you know, sliding back to whatever the new normal is going to be in the next few months, years or whatnot. So yeah, maybe this is like, yeah, it's not quite a baby step because opening a, one of the biggest theme parks in the world is obviously not, uh, something, uh, you know, something to sneeze at. So yeah, this is, this is good news. I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm not going to be there, but at least, you know, I'm happy it's happening. How about you, Kirsch? I mean, I unless I I'm wrong, I've seen you and your uh, significant other um, in like a dressed up snazzy and, and stuff uh, going to Disneyland. I mean, I love Disneyland. I love so, Disneyland. I don't know. I'm gonna read more about it. I don't really know what will be open. Like, I want to know if I'm able to see Avengers Campus. I want to know how far in the park we can go into. If we can go down like um, Cars Land, if I can see the neon signs, I want to know what the food offerings are also. Um, but I, I mean, I want to look into it because I do think $75 is pretty steep. I know there's a voucher. I know it includes parking, but that's still that's still a lot because you're also going to and you're also going to buy more food and drinks and, you know, souvenirs or whatever. But I want to look into it more. Yeah, I I know we're starved for um for Disney. To be honest with you, um I used to be a annual pass holder until my daughter got too old to pretend that she's not no longer two. Um, <laughs> that was that was when she was like four, you know. So I kind of like played the uh, the system over there, but um. I, I got to tell you, uh, even after the annual pass, I still found reasons to buy passes for, for my family. And I don't know, you know, there, I know it's cynical. There's a cynical side to a lot of people. Um, and I know there's like a, you know, um, a financial aspect to it, but there really is something to, to say about going and walking into Disneyland, whether it's California Adventure or the main um, land itself. I, I have to tell you, I think if I was told that um, for $75, I got I would get to go to Main Street and then to like the castle, but not past the castle or anything like that. I'd actually consider that just to be able to walk through Main Street. Um, see the parade through Main Street. There's just something about that. If they did that, um, I would have been like, "Here, take me, uh, take my money." Yeah, I think the word I finally found remember the word I was looking for. It's cathartic. I think for a lot of people, like Dennis said, like walking down Main Street will be that moment of catharsis. Like, oh thank God, like we get to do something like this. And uh, in regards to cost, you know, like um, obviously, if you haven't been hiding under a rock. Um, you know, they've been doing a lot of drive through drive in kind of events and those are kind of expensive, too. So to be honest, actually, now to think of it, like, you know, my, my family and I, we did the, the Stranger Things drive in event in uh, downtown, which was super fun. Lots of like fun, the, the aesthetics and the whole theme and the whole thing was super fun. But to be perfectly honest, it was kind of steep. So 75 bucks actually lock walk around. And I mean, like, uh, like her just said, maybe a little bit more research has to be done. Cause I don't know, maybe there's a time limit of, you can only be there for an hour or two or whatnot, but for 75 bucks to walk around in one of the, you know, well, yeah, let's, let's call it was one of the 
happiest places on earth um, might be a pretty good investment, especially for yeah, young, uh, young, young and old uh, alike. Well, to be fair, it is fifty dollars over Lewis's budget. Way, but- way past my budget. No. <laughs> Stupid. Don't you mean it's seventy-five dollars over his budget? <laughs> <laughs> well, Lewis can find somebody to pay for it. So you know that—that's the other uh, key thing there. <laughs> that is true. I do remember the last time that Lewis did go to Disneyland, his trip was, was paid for. It was on somebody else's bill. It was on <laughs> someone else's dime, and he got. He got trashed, and uh, it was a wonderful week uh, day. That as you do, he he was hanging out with my friends, not friends like acquaintances. So, ooh, too much information at this point. Thank God nobody listens to the podcast. Uh, Dan, did you have a little bit of potpourri that you wanted? To yeah, I do. Um, are you guys fans of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender? I know Kersha is not. I think um, Kersha said she's never watched it, um, and I was appalled and I almost <laughs> disowned her. Um, it, it's very, it's very few and far between where I get to use the word appalled, but definitely I think that was the uh, the feeling that I got. Um, but um, Avatar: The Last Airbender was got a little bit controversial because if you guys remember there was a, a Netflix series that was going to be a live action based on the original uh, the cartoon but then um the original creators of the cartoon um backed away and all of a sudden everything is kind of in limbo nobody knows whether or not it's going to be any good um from what i read and who knows maybe i'm completely wrong um nickelodeon is actually opening up basically an avatar uh universe um, where they're developing new material. Um, there's going to be a brand new movie based on uh, and uh, based on the old, uh, based on whether they don't know if it's the original or uh, or or Korra. And then they're planning on coming up with new um, with new stuff. And the bonus thing is that the people that Nickelodeon tapped to be in charge of this Avatar universe are the two original creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. I got to tell you, when I heard it, I squealed a little bit. Um, Being fans of it, Louis, I know you're a big fan of it. Uh, What's your take on it? Especially since you dressed up uh, for Halloween as uh, as, a... Oh my God! I can't believe I'm, I'm blanking out his name. I'm appalled. I know. I, I I'm appalled uh, at myself right now, Courage. I got to tell you, uh, Saka is the, uh, the the guy's name, and it was pretty legit, dude. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, cosplay when appropriate is super cool. Um, but dude, I just read that a few hours ago. Super excited. Super hyped. Um, anything new in that corner of, uh, of the avatar verse is welcome news to be perfectly honest. Yes. Um, yeah, it did break a few months ago that the original creators were off of the live action project. But to be honest, I think from what I understand this is full fanboy right now, but from what I understand, like there wasn't going to be a faithful vision, uh, vision anyway, that was going to end up on Netflix. So yeah, if the case is that it, it wasn't going to be treated properly and they're probably going to you know, get a lot of negative, uh, uh, reviews for it anyway might as well go back to the drawing board and go back to the well um, but the, the, the idea of an avatar universe it excites me so much because I think there really is a lot of untapped potential in that you know that 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 wonderful little world that they've built uh, so yeah I, I, I'm looking forward to what they pull off um, you know the four nations uh, the the avatar and the the rich history that that uh, that little cartoon has is like just you know waiting to be tapped so I, I'm looking forward to what they do 
I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I mean, like, how many Batman cartoons, how many Ninja Turtle cartoons have we had? Let's, like, you know, let's get another couple of those. And maybe finally in 2025, maybe Kurja will watch, like, one episode and maybe Harold will watch with her. I'll watch I've it with it. Harold. <laughs> I've, seen, oh, I've, seen a, uh, I've seen a good few episodes. Um, the, the, the thing that I would like to bring up about this is I know that this series is being, uh, is going to be distributed on the new another new streaming service which because you know there's not enough of those um but this one is called paramount plus have you guys heard about paramount plus um it's cbs all access yes but for ten dollars a month with no ads and five dollars a month less ads and maybe free they'll have ads oh, wait, 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 from uh, what i've heard it it, it, they're going to charge more because right now my CBS all access is called Paramount Paramount plus already. They're going to charge more to bring this in. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Well, at least the, the higher tier package, because accordingly, or from what I've heard is the higher tier package, the, the premium package eh, is uh, going to uh, release movies on demand 45 days after they release from theater in theaters. So what they have on the slate now is the latest mission impossible, which is like a mission impossible 11, or I don't even know anymore. And then a quiet place Two, and Oh, Beavis, Beavis and butthead Two. So, okay. Let me stop real quick. I love the fact that um, we said uh, a mission impossible and I, I was like hyped. And then Lewis heard a quiet place too. He was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> well, the first that's one. because that's because Jim from the office is in exactly. I didn't like how it ended. I just liked the movie. <laughs> Solid movie. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I, I, actually, if you if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, I'm sure you wouldn't have heard of the freaking Paramount Network. But yeah, if you watch the Super Bowl, every other ad was the Paramount Network announcement. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess that's where it's okay. That's where it's heading to. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's a bunch of the Nickelodeon stuff in general because like that whole commercial was, you know, backed up on Dora talking smack to Beavis and Butthead, which is just, I guess the uh, the crossover I didn't know that I'd ever wanted to see. And then uh, for some reason, not for some reason, but I've the thing is one of the new series that's going directly to Paramount Plus is a Frasier reboot or a Frasier okay. continuation. Because, you know, cool. Frasier. Huge demand for that, right? <laughs> yeah, by Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> so um, are you being um, um, sarcastic here? Because... I'm actually excited about that. I, oh, I, I was mean, being sarcastic. You are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt me. <laughs> you know, so Dennis is obviously in for this Paramount Plus thing. I know, I guess. Between all the Star Trek materials and the uh, future I mean, Avatar I, universe. I, I'm, I'm already a subscriber, so yeah, anything sure. anything is, 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 is good for me. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, you know, the Paramount Plus people have found their niche, and uh, obviously Dennis is that niche. Yeah, (laughs) I just called you niche. Yeah, I am Dennis. Perfect. (laughs) And it it works on so many levels. Good job there, Harold. I'm I'm glad my my mom would be proud of you. (laughs) The worst inside joke of all time. 
Because that's that's why yeah. we have our uh, our new OnlyFans page where we're gonna have really really <laughs> terrible uh, <laughs> jokes that nobody gets. Exactly. <laughs> and Lewis showing off his leg. Yeah, just one leg. A leg. A leg. You don't know which one. The first, the second, or the third one? <laughs> Can't see the third one. Ew. That's in our premium. Without a microscope. <laughs> oh. Nice. I thought we were being nice today. <laughs> um, I have another bit of news. Uh, I don't know if Dennis or Lewis, this applies to you guys, but um, oh, one sh- of the greatest one of the greatest bands of all time just broke up this week. I don't know if they're technically a band. One of the greatest groups of all time. Daft yeah. Punk? Daft Punk. No! Yes. I'm a huge fan of <laughs> that genre. <laughs> you know I, that I, one song? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, how does it go, Dennis? Yeah. Look, I anytime uh, two people dress up as robots um, and play mu- and and um, play music, I'm a fan. I have no idea what they sound like, but <laughs> I, I th- as long as they admitted they're too ugly. I mean, look, that's the reason why we're an audio podcast. We admitted that we are not an odd, uh, we're not a uh, a video podcast presentable. You know, so Krije is. Let's be honest. There you go. We'll we'll accept that one. Karsha, you're just gonna be our you're just gonna be our spokesperson. Like you're just gonna be our uh, our our, our per- and then we're just gonna be on the side or something. Ooh, puppets! Oh, yeah. If you, oh my god! I'm here to help. Sock puppets. That is what? that. There you go. That is the new uh, format. We're gonna do a uh, like of of a video of a, a video podcast, and Karsha is gonna be the host, and we're all gonna be sock puppets. I'm into it. There you go. So we get to be the ankle socks because we're short and stubby. Uh, yeah, I can be. I can be a ped. Yay! <laughs> Just one ped. So uh, I'll, let's swing this back. Uh, Chris, what do you think about the whole Daft Punk news here? Um, I didn't know that they were still a band. So exactly. <laughs> Finding out that they broke up after how long? Twenty something years. I'm like, yep. oh. They're, they were a thing. I don't know. I mean, I only know around the world. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all they I did, know. But hey, that, did that's one more than I know. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't. I, yeah. Uh, like, I've seen those dudes without their helmets, and I'm glad they wear helmets. Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I told you they they're being honest with themselves, you know. Yeah. They look like um uh I don't know if this is a reference that you guys are gonna get, but they look like Brett from uh Flight of the Concords or Brit from Flight of the Concords. Mm, Brit. Uh ec- except taller and skinnier. And then yeah. So Oh, I found them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was quick. I thought their whole gimmick was nobody knew what they looked like. And no, no, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know they that. were yeah. the Banksy of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you didn't. You didn't know who he could. He could be like your next door neighbor and whatnot. But yeah. Well, if that's... you lived in France. <laughs> like right. Exactly. I didn't even know they were. French. So technically, they are the Coneheads because they come from France. So. <laughs> uh, no, I think they're cute. Yeah, b- based on this picture, the, they look better than the Coneheads. 
I actually love their music, uh, especially from the Tron. Like Random Access Memories was like a an album that me and my cousin, uh, when he lived with me, that's the only album he would play. So mm-hmm. like um, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, not the Kanye crappy oh. stronger version, but the okay. actual regular version is like yeah. uh, the best fist pumping song. Fist pumping? Yes, fist pumping song. Um and it's a great workout song just because you get to like when you're about to do something, you can tell yourself to go harder, better, faster, and stronger. So um yeah, good memories of those guys. Yeah, and at the same time though, I had no idea that they didn't break up because the guys haven't made an album since 2011 and they just produce stuff. So like mm-hmm. it's kind of like when the Neptune split up and no one had any idea that the Filipino guy was no longer there. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Chad. There's people besides Pharrell, apparently. Yeah, it's Pharrell and Asian kind of guy. Yeah, but but he's Chad Hugo. (laughs) So Chad, he's a Chad. So uh, you guys (laughs) got any other? He's the Chad. (laughs) Oh, um, for my life, I I guess yeah. um, Before I forget, but I I mentioned this already in the chat. But um, so I I know we're inebriated with like superhero stuff lately. But I just wanted to give a quick, um, you know, review, shout out, whatever. I try. I checked out the newest Superman show on the CW. Um, it is interesting. It is actually I like it a lot. Uh, there's only been one episode out. It's uh, Superman and Lois. It's made from the same people who did the Flash, the Arrows, and all the other you know CW um, superhero stuff. Um. Real quick review. I like it a lot because spoilery, not spoilery things, because if you've seen the trailer, you kind of know what the premise is. But I like where they're taking this new show because we this is basically a super adult, an adult Superman because he is married with two teenage kids. So, you know, we I was telling I was talking to my kids and my wife while we're watching this, but like, you know, we've had you know, 10 odd seasons of Smallville where we see a teenage Clark Kent. And then we've, we've obviously seen, you know, Superman in the movies and everything like that, where he's supposed to be like at his prime or whatnot. So I kind of, I want to give a lot of props to the show for being brave in the sense that this is a totally new direction that I'm kind of excited to see. And, you know, to, to, to kind of, I don't know, I don't know, maybe it's like a, um, they're finding their niche, niche, whatever. But um, like, you know, as a father myself, I'm like, I kind of I, I dig that perspective. Like there's not a lot of, you know, father uh, superheroes in, in fatherhood and whatnot. So it's uh, it's an interesting take. Uh, definitely got me hooked on the first episode. We'll see how long uh, they can catch our attention, uh, my attention, at least. And we'll kind of go from there. I mean, the first season of both Flash and Arrow were some of the best TV I remember, um, you know, back before, you know, before this stuff, like the, the first season of Flash every Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it premiered, like I remember we would be like, it was like the one division of four or five years ago where it'd be like, did you see what happened? Dude, blah, 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 that kind of thing. Like all, all sorts of fun stuff like that. So anyway, you know, uh, yeah. So Superman and Lewis, I, I think it's on, it is on a CW. Uh, it was on demand. So that was, I was able to pull it up that way. So if anybody's listening, wanted to check it out, uh, let us know what you think about it. Cause I don't think any of you guys have had a chance to watch it. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, that's out there. Uh, not a lot of, humdrum or or advertising for it unfortunately but i think it's uh, pretty solid actually 
I know Superman's not exactly the most like, uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure what what to say it, but like the, not not the most marketable friendly guy because everybody's kind of like you know Superman's literally one of the oldest superheroes around. He's going to be around for almost a hundred freaking years in the next few de- in a, in a decade or so. So yeah, so I, it's it's an interesting take. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes, and we'll go from there. And that's it for my poopery. Um, I think you just mentioned really quickly uh, WandaVision, and I kind of wanted to, now that Krishna's actually caught up with it, All right. <clears throat> just, just, discuss, just discuss just you know, just a little bit. Um, so I think where we left off, we were, um, <coughs> where were we? It, it was uh, uh, like about to be episode six. And uh, now we have the, you know, we're not going to go too spoiler, I guess, or too much review into this whole thing. But I was talking about to these guys about it. And the ending of episode seven has the damn catchiest song. <laughs> One of the probably the worst earworm I've heard in a long time. And uh, yeah, this will be kind of a spoiler because, you know, the name of the song is uh, Agatha All Along. And it, and I think Krisha, you're the one that brought it up. It's Alice Hahn or Catherine Hahn who's actually singing the song. Yeah, she's singing. She's actually, she's a really, really good singer. So you can hear her, like, that's her singing. It's so, I, I agree. That song is so catchy. It's, it was in my head for the, you know, all week. So I can't wait to see what happens um, the I, next episode. I, 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 speaking of the song, I have to tell you, um, Harold kind of ruined it for me um, <laughs> because I, I guess expectation was just too high because oh. before I watched it, Harold mentioned that to watch out for a song that was, that was really catchy enough that he watched it like multiple times and like, Oh my God, what song is this going to be? And after hearing it, yeah, it was a Munsters type, uh, uh, you know, um, theme it was kind of catchy but after having that in the back of my mind when i listened i was like oh that was cute and then um, i didn't really think about it um, afterwards so um i I, you know not to blame harold but i guess blaming harold um the 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 the, uh, knowing that that was coming the expectation of it was was diminished or was it was increased i guess and so when i heard it's like oh okay that's cute that's it so um, song-wise, um, wasn't too impressed, but I'm really liking where the show is going. Um, it's it, I love the fact that two two moments that I really loved about that show. One was um, n- not just that song, but the part of the song where you know where disney or marvel just really played with my heart and with my mind where um the last episode we see a vision um seemingly waking up um agnes and agnes is like all in tears and like all panicked and and everything and visions there to, to to help them and then in the show or in the in the um, in the song, you see that once the scene, uh, the same exact scene, and the back, uh, the the background behind it, where um, Agnes is kind of uh, kind of like you know, like prepping herself so that she's gonna cry in front of Vision. I thought that was just great. That moment in particular, that was one of my favorite moments of that. So I'm really liking where they're going with this. I have to admit, 
took me by surprise. I, I really, I really thought um, Marvel did a great thing last year, last week, where it's like, oh, everybody's talking about Agatha Harkness. You know, this is going to be the big fu to everybody, and then the big fu turns out that it is Agatha Harkness. But they kind of did like a swerve last episode. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to where it goes in the next few hours when the next episode goes live. But um, yeah, I, I dug the, um, you know, I guess that was the benefit of, uh, I, I have scheduled insomnia, I guess, because last week, yeah, I couldn't sleep this time last week. So I was up at two in the morning watching the poor, this, that episode. So yeah, and it, it's funny that you mentioned that then, because yeah, what Harold said is it's kind of a, it's it's a real thing. Like if you even, without even spoiling anything, your reaction to anything will unfortunately poison the well so him just saying that it's going to be a bop is like eh, it's gonna be all right so i, I i'm glad that I, I wasn't you know it wasn't uh spoiled ahead of time but yeah i i like the monsters theme and uh props to to catherine Karen Han, is that how it's pronounced she's a great mm-hmm. actress um we talked about already how harold's recommended a bunch of shows in the last uh you know during quarantine she was a big uh, you know good part of parks and rec she is such a great actress i'm sure she's in a bunch of other things that i've loved and i just can't put my finger on what it's been but yeah she's a great actress so props to her for for this role um wondering where it's going to go hopefully it's not going to be one of those like one and done like she'll you know hopefully not die off at the end of the series and you know this little corner of the marvel universe kind of grows from here uh it's really exciting to see where they they take it um part of me is a little sad that they didn't pull the trigger on one of the what i was hoping was going to be kind of super controversial that wanda was going to become the next big super villain and that, you know, she was technically being, I guess, ma- manipulated or controlled. But at the same time, you know, it's it's fine. Like, it, it, it is the Marvel way. I don't think they're going to go crazy yet and uh, make do do that, you know, uh, turn yet. But anyways, happy for the song. Super bop. Great season so far. I think we got two or three episodes left. So we'll see where it goes. Two more, actually. Two more. Oh, two my gosh. So tonight or yeah, Fridays and then one yeah. more. Wow. Yeah, oh, and then ultimate. We- Exactly. Oh, see what uh, I was telling the other guys, Chris, is that it's unfortunate that you know we do live in a spoiler society. So I'm like before Lewis even posted that song, just because it's a it's a big giveaway for the rest yeah. of the series. Um, I was like, hey, make sure Chris knows, <laughs> make sure she's seen it because I do not want to ruin it for her. No, I know, I know. I'm glad that you asked because the last the last time I was on. I felt really bad because I felt like you guys really wanted to talk about it. Uh, WandaVision and, um, you know, you, you guys had the, the predictions on who, who the big, you know, cameo was going to be. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not even caught up. So that really like pushed me to catch up because I wanted to be, I wanted to be in the conversation. So, (laughs) but I, I appreciate the ask. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so, good. Oh no! I was going to ask you. Um, um, one of the things that really surprised me about the show um, is just how great these actors and actresses are so far. Um, uh, and I guess my my one question to you is: uh, which actors so far do you think uh, has stood out um, uh, for the last six episodes? Uh, you know. Um, who 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 do you think um has has really become a um a compelling character in, in this whole series? I want to say, can I start? Yeah. I want to say um, Monica 
I really like her character. I can't wait to find out how she fits in the whole universe. So um, you kind of like get an idea of who she's going to be like with her, you know, the, you know, in the last episode when you see her, you know, her um, costume. And also she did like the superhero landing twice, Mm -hmm. right? So you're like, oh, okay, something's happening with her and, you know, the whole, her you know dna or her genetic makeup was like affected um and previously prior to um seeing her on wandavision i only remember her from mad men she had like a she was on a couple maybe one or two seasons of mad men and she was don draper's um don draper's secretary and her name was don d-a-w-n so it was like don draper and don um but yeah, she was great in that show, and it's so good to see her in such a different, such a different thing. Even though some like she, in Mad Men, she was very you know she had like a you know period of period outfits like you know this whole sixties. Um, so you kind of see like little throwbacks to that. I think when she played some of those like vin- she wore those like vintagey outfits. But I really like Monica's character. I love the actress who plays her. I don't know her name offhand, but seeing her grow from Mad Men to to um, WandaVision now, it's so cool. Lou, Harold? Yep. Uh, um, I actually, uh, that's a great question, Dan, because I think you're right. Like, I know on the surface, playing all these little genre TV shows is kind of like, uh, it's kitschy and it's gimmicky kind of, but you're right. Like you got to act the, the heck out of these roles and, you know, kind of, kind of go all in. Um, you know, I, I would actually give the slight MVP or Oscar Emmy, whatever it's this, this show is qualified for to um, he's, I'm going to give it to Paul Bettany etching out um, uh, Wanda barely just because I think, like Paul Bettany has done a lot of little things and he's like, it's kind of, it's already kind of trippy or weird to think of it. Like you have to play a robot with a soul who is confused, but you've been resurrected and you're trying to be, find out. So it's like, it, it could go wrong in so many ways. You know, I'm not a, a professional actor or whatever, but or any training like that. But just a lot of his demeanor and a lot of the stuff that he's done, like he can be the doting husband in the first two episodes to the supportive dad in the next one. And then like in that one, um, I think it was episode four or five where he loses it and he has that, that that superhero moment when he and Wanda face off and float above their couch like five feet. And it like gets really intense. Like he can, he flipped that like pretty quickly. And then, you know, unfortunately with Wanda or I guess in this case, Agatha uh, flipping the, the, the reality again, you know, the next episode, he's once again uh, the, the the loving husband, but there's still that weird undercurrent of like this dude can lose it or he has something going on in his head that, you know, it's 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 working overtime. So, you know, that's a lot to juggle. And uh, not to mention he's under like I've seen the Instagram of him putting on and taking off all the the, the vision uh, makeup. You know, he's got to do all of that under all that rubber and plastic and all that stuff. So kudos to him for doing that. Um, you know, I know uh, uh, God, I can't remember remember the actress's name uh, for, for Wanda. Uh, I know she doesn't have to put on as much makeup when she transforms into, uh, you know, into Wanda. Uh, but, you know, she does a lot of great work too. Facials and all the little ticks and all the little things that she does. Excellent work. Just super well acted. So, yeah, a great cast. And you're right. It's a great cast overall. 
Um, Lou, just for the record, um, please don't ever use the word facial um, yeah. uh, on the podcast. Does, it doesn't work and that way. Um, Elizabeth Olsen. Thank yeah. you. Um, uh, I, I'm going to go with Elizabeth Olsen, to be honest with you. Um, like, especially, I don't know, like every single moment there's there's been every single um, uh, genre that she's done, she's been able to do it pitch perfect, I think. But in particular, this last episode, um, not only was, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of like modern family and all those things, but I've seen like the interview style, um, you know, documentary style TV shows, but uh, the way she was talking and the way her mannerisms, everything, every single series just changes completely. And that, that blows me away. And then this episode really got to me. I was like, man, you know, I can see why the, the two sisters became like fashion moguls and she became an actress because, you know, you can clearly see that, that she has the acting chops over there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to use the cheap answer and say Catherine Hahn just because, um, yeah, her flip in the basement was probably one of the best. And uh, the evil laugh at the end of And I Killed Sparky too was it's I know it's cliche to say, but it was pitch perfect. And her having to be, you know, the supplement the supplemental character in every individual episode in terms of we already know she's the news the nosy neighbor, which is a you know big t- TV trope. So nosy neighbor, you typically have them, but they always seem to be a different kind. So she's like adjusting to everything herself. And uh I feel that you always she prior to her reveal as the as far as we know, the main villain of the show, um, you would always watch the series and being like, okay, when is uh, Agnes going to make her entrance into this one or how does she uh, involve herself in the storyline in this one? And when you had the Halloween episode, like Dennis said, where she faked you know, being under the spell and everything. That's when I'll, and then the comeback and the, the boomerang where she comes around and says, Oh, I was, you know, faking that the whole time. It's like that range of her, her character is like my favorite character arc so far. And uh, being a big fan of hers already, I was kind of intrigued by the, her position in this TV show in general, because I only know her as a comedic actress. And that's how she was playing it for like the big parts. And then when she does the whole dramatic turn, it's like, oh, she has that range. It's like, good to know, you know, glad to know that someone who I've been a big fan of since I saw her first, I think, in Anchorman or in uh, 10, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Those are like the things that I really knew her from um, before Step Brothers. And then it's like you see, you know, you see her progress and you, you owe it. Like I say, if I love a project. I always love to see the people from that project succeed after they're done with the, the project that I fell in love with. So, yeah. Yeah. She's great. She's great. Okay. So I was telling the guys, I'm going to kind of run this episode, but before we get into the sort of meat and potatoes, like Lewis likes to say, um, I had a quick getting to know you question for our <laughs> audience from our podcasters. Getting to um, know is, you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dennis's favorite music. One of Dennis's favorite musicals. Oh, whoa, whoa! What? That's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> That's just his alarm. 
<laughs> that's just what goes off in his head when he's like. Yeah, that, that, that's that's the music uh, to Lewis's van. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> Good Lord. Don't worry, guys. Right. There's no candy or ice cream in it. Yeah, it's just the king and I. <laughs> it's just a musical van. Yeah. Um. So crazy. La- last time we kind of went into like uh, a little bit about you know what you guys dig in movies, TV, music, all that kind of stuff. So in this day and age, one of the easiest things about uh, media consumption is video clips, particularly YouTube. Um, real not you don't really have to think about it too hard, but and don't get it dirty. We're trying to be. Nice and clean because we are a family podcast here. You said YouTube, right? Yes, YouTube. 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 Oh, got YouTube. It. Not starting wow. with a color. <laughs> yeah. If you add blue, it equals sure. purple. Okay. Because yeah. you guys don't want to see that history. But in your YouTube history, what video do you think you've seen the most? <laughs> wow. That's a really good question. Wait, we can't. We're not talking about the color one, right? No, not the color <laughs> one. I'll start off. I'll give you guys an example. I have two videos that I've seen more than okay. I believe any normal person has ever watched. Um, the first video is a live. I love live performances, particularly old ones, because you get to see, hear exactly how the music artist sounds live. And then if it wasn't during a time when we could never see them in concert or a band in particular that we'd never would have had the chance to see in concert, now we have our opportunity. So the first one is a British television show in the 70s or late 60s. And um, the my favorite band of all time, The Beatles, performs a live version of Hey Jude. I... I'm obsessed with the song Hey Jude and having to see them perform it live and like with Paul McCartney's original voicing them joking around like you never really get to see the Beatles do too much and then having to hear that whole song which is pretty much eight minutes and them doing it live with slight backing but you can barely hear the backing it's I have no idea what it is it's just I guess the nostalgia factor and the fact that I never got to see them live and then here's the greatest band, my favorite band of all time, performing one of my favorite songs of all time. So I've seen that video today three times. Within the past month, X number of times, lifetime in the dozens of times. No joke. Um, so that's I'll my go. first example. I'll go. I don't think I, I, I don't think I have anything like Harold's because I, I don't know, for YouTube in particular, like once I see it, unless it's something really good, I, I might see it a couple of times. You know, but I don't think I have anything over like where I've watched it. Like, unless it was new, I don't think I've, there's ever been one where I watched it over and over and over and over again, like within days or anything. But two in particular that I can think of. The first one, just for some reason, the moment you said it, it popped in my head. And the sad part is I don't even know what video it is. Um, I can describe it to you. Um, It's a concert, um, a a, an African American rapper um, starts and he kind of like dusts off his his uh, his shoe, and then he starts uh, a sea walking, 
and it's like the the uh, the, the greatest like seawalk I've ever seen. For some reason, it fascinated me, and for like a good two weeks, I tried imitating this guy <laughs> so I could learn how to seawalk, and. I, I got to tell you, I to this day, I don't know what it was just somebody that sent it to me and I watch it for two weeks over and over and over again. Um, I, I got to tell you, if I if I can remember what it is, I'd show it to you. The other one is um, a little bit more recent. And I do I do not as much as Harold's, but every so often um, I, I've mentioned to the audience before. I'm a huge Jason Mraz fan. And one of my favorite songs um, that I heard um, was um, uh, it was a song that he was still kind of uh, workshopping, I guess, um, uh, uh, when I first heard it. Um, it was a song called I Won't Give Up um, by Jason Mraz, a lovely song. And what made it even better is that um, for uh, for fans of Jason Mraz, uh, Jason Mraz has a tendency of like using different um, like artists, um, uh, you know, uh, percussionists and everything. Um, and one of my favorite ones is this gentleman named Taka. Um, and he had a, a, a house show with him and Taka and they were singing. I won't give up. And the the. Um, maybe it was the emotion behind it because he was talking about how it was a very personal song that he was developing. Uh, maybe it's just the, the uh, relationship between him and Jason Raz. They're like, they're the original percussionist and like, um, 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 uh, uh, if I remember right, he was like one of the first percussionists that uh, Jason Mraz had. And um, the first couple times I heard it, I have to tell you, I, I kind of welled up, almost teared and everything. And to this day, every so often I see, I I, I um, show or I do watch that uh, clip every so often. Nice. Um, Chris, if you don't mind, we'll save you for last since uh, you're the okay. guest. So um, I think for me, it's going to be, it's, this is a head scratcher, but I think I'm going to have to go with more reason, I guess. But um, obviously I'm a huge fanboy. I think for, for the sake of like how often I've watched it, my one minute, two minutes of serotonin would probably be, uh, I just rewatched the scene where Captain America lifts Mjolnir in Endgame. So it's just something super like it just feels good. Like if I'm having a rough day or, you know, uh, you know, this is like the the word, the um, what do you call it? The, the worst kept secret. But my wife loves Chris Evans. So whenever she has a rough day, too, I'll pull it up and put it up uh, on the TV. I'm like, here, babe, just sit and, and bask in Cap's glory and just the music, the welling of it, the moment itself. And it's, it's, it, it's, it's funny how like a scene can do that. Cause you know, even if I, even if I'm like in the living room, in my living room, it brings me back to the movie theater when you're, it's you and, Oh, you know, for those listeners, uh, remember these, uh, those olden days of full, full, uh, full movie theaters, it's you and like a hundred other people in the theater going nuts. Cause he lifted the, the hammer and, uh, goes ham on, on, on Thanos. So yeah, I think I've seen that more. Uh, I think the second runner up is again, fanboy here, but the, the first time that we see, uh, the Hulkbuster armor in, uh, in Avengers two. Uh, being the huge Hulk fanboy that I was, I am. Uh, just that scene was just great. So I loved it, but yeah, it was replaced by uh, Captain America lifting the hammer, which reminds me, I'm going to watch it real quick while you guys talk. Go ahead. <laughs> really quickly, Lou, before you get into it, do you watch the that original film version, or do you watch the one with the audience reaction? A little bit of both. 
I think you're right. Like the, the audience reaction where it's like somebody's bootleg camera in the back of the theater is it just feels great. You're right. Like it's it does take you back to that moment. Like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think unfortunately, I don't think I saw it with you guys, but it was in a wonderfully packed bur- a theater in Burbank. So it was still it was lit. It was lit. So I loved it. So, yeah. And it's actually almost funny because like uh, when I watched it even without the audience, uh, uh, the audience uh, audio, it almost fills it in my brain for some for some reason. Like it's almost part of the audio. Like I almost expect it. Like oh no, that's just the, where I was. Anyway, those are those are good. Okay, I watch YouTube all the time. Like every day while I'm you know working, it's on. I'm listening everything. I, I'm on it all the time. Um. I think the most watched videos for me, one would be, <laughs> one would be a, this little girl who walks on ice for the first time in her life. And it's like this little tiny girl and she's wearing this like pink jumpsuit and she, it's like a 30 second clip and she walks on ice for the first time. It's the cutest thing. There's also a remix and then someone, I don't know. People are so creative. Someone remixed that video, that little clip, and then turned it into like a three-minute techno song. It's so that also is great. Um, but also, I think my most watched videos are Key and Peele clips. Most, most. I think the most, and the ones I've seen the most are the football names. Especially like every year around like Super Bowl or any like big sports event. Um, I always tend to watch those because they're so creative with everyone's names and just the characters that they have. So if you guys have a chance to watch all the football names that Key and Peele come up with, I think there's three. It's like a series of three. I think it's three. Or three clips. Yeah. So it's just good. And then you'll just, the names are just so funny. And like, they have like different wigs every time. They have a different voice for every one of them. It's so good. Those are my most watched YouTube videos. Hey, um, just so you guys know, I found the video. And the little it, girl? I guess it was, no, of, of the oh. seawalk one. The guy seawalking? Oh. <laughs> it turns out it was, uh, it was from the, the, the concert is, uh, um, it, it was um, uh, Ice Cube's concert, um, the Up in Smoke Tour 2001. I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I... I um, not gonna lie, I've seen that concert, uh, probably like, a, like maybe seven or eight times, just because, yeah. Ooh, and this is exactly. <laughs> Dennis is. You, you guys can't hear it, but Dennis is showing us the video. Okay, hold on. Now you can hear it. No, no, you can't hear it yet. Oh, no, yeah, okay. I, I don't want to play it because just in case it's uh, we we get in trouble. But this We're is this. Here we go. This this yes, is the uh, so he, he he there he dusts <laughs> off his shoe like I told you it's 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 memorable and if ever at one point in my life I can do this dance <laughs> I'm gonna be a happy a happy happy man and then here we go uh, oh oh there you go I think you can do this Dennis <laughs> uh, that was this was actually my move in clubs in the early 2000s <laughs> up until about last year. <laughs> Is uh, yeah, you guys can see the clip, but it's Dubsy, the guy with a weird beard. Um, and he does a 
See, I like, thought it was an uh, I always thought it was an upside W. Was that what his little goatee thing was going for? I don't know. Anyway, oh, I I, was... I I approve of your YouTube history, Dennis. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that is one of those things that you never would have known. Nope. No. What a good question. Like we find out I, so much. When we're yeah, done I recording didn't... tonight, Dennis is gonna be like sea walking in his cave next to his Gundam and <laughs> you know what I've always uh, I've also realized. I've also realized about myself is, yeah, my main history on YouTube is just watching old concerts and everything. Like, besides that uh, Beatles thing, I've seen the Queen live probably three or four dozen times. Like, when they showed that scene in Bohemian Rhapsody, I knew by heart what the set list was. And if, uh, you know, what was, I was like, oh, this is kind of accurate. And then the more I saw it, I was like, oh, it's very accurate and then so that's why that guy from the valley won an oscar so rami malik there you go yes notre dame class of 1999 was he really yes he's our our age nice okay he's 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 used to hang out with one of my buddies so kind of know those guys so that's just a little bit about uh who your podcasters are um, feel free to look up any of those YouTube clips mm-hmm. because you will know if you watch those, you will know exactly. Like I can always, you can always tell a, like a lot about a person about their, you know, through their history of things. So like music and movies and like anything that makes them happy and enough to watch a clip of nobody that type of person is. So Dennis is a gangster. Is <laughs> um inside yeah, yeah. inside. Not, Inside he's sea walking. Outside he's two stepping. Courage, the, the, um, sway balancing. Courage, this, this is only so, this is only in our OnlyFans page. But I'm going to share with you. Uh, did I ever tell you that um, I, I was asked to join a uh, a fraternity once? No. <laughs> Um, when I, mean, I was uh, I, you said when, no. When I was in uh, in CSUN, um, uh, I was taking a lot of, because I'm a history major. I was taking a lot of um, African American studies classes, and I, I met this one one dude, pretty cool guy, um, and he was um, he was always carrying around a um, a, a red um, a cane, um, and uh, he he knew that I was a, like he found out I was a um, I, w- I was a dancer uh, with uh, CSUN or with uh, Fasa. And so, um, turns out that the the frat is really known for um, uh, what, what is it called, Harold? Stepping. Um, step, stepping. stepping. There you go. Oh, so, um, yeah. I know. Dennis, that could have been you. Could have been me. In a different un- in a different universe, Dennis could have been a kappa. No. Like I'm holding on to that. <laughs> he could have been a drumline. In, you know, in our version, Dennis is the main character in Stomp the Yard. <laughs> there it is, dude. So when when that guy when that guy does the upside down handstand in my like every time I watch that movie, I see Dennis doing that and then stomping <laughs> and then sliding on his head <laughs> against Chris Brown. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, what what could have been? What, what could have been? What could have been? What if if, if if that happened? That's the best movie God ever created. <laughs> Oh man, Filipino we need to stump the yard. Yeah, we need Agatha Harkness to change uh, that this reality uh, real quick. Uh, <laughs> Harold, it would be called Estomp the Yard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we have one more segment left, H. 
Yes, our last segment for the di- for the uh, this episode is uh, some unfortunate news that we've at least here in Los Angeles or kind of in the West Coast. Um, uh, news broke recently that Fry's Electronics, one of the most random stores and uh, franchises this country has ever seen, has officially closed and without warning to any of its employees. Um, as somebody who frequented fries electronics way too much for any normal human being to ever go to the same store um <clears throat> excuse me it's choking me up no um but <clears throat> it uh it, i was pretty devastated i am one of those people who would get the fries daily deals and every morning is one of those things that i would check to see if there's anything worth buying so what i had mentioned to i think some people before is that Pretty much every Bluetooth speaker I own from JBL or Sony was purchased at Fry's. So that got me thinking, um, besides Fry's Electronics, and obviously with the pandemic, and we, we mentioned it all the time, um, there's been a lot of businesses closing, but there's also been businesses that have closed before that have, uh, you know, been a part of our lives. And I was asking these guys, you know, let's talk about some of your favorite businesses that are no longer existing. H, before we begin, um, are we talking about big businesses like fries or uh, could be smaller? Any any business at all. So, for for example, uh, Beeper Plus um, closed. (laughs) And the only reason why I remember Beeper Plus is because it's only one number away from Harold's telephone number. (laughs) (laughs) Why was that? Why was that? why was knowing what my phone number was very important to you, Dan? Um, because I had to call you when the cops picked me up. <laughs> what the? Oh, that was only for our OnlyFans page, right? What? <laughs> Learn more. <laughs> Learn more on our OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, quick story. Uh, a long time ago, Dennis uh, lost something and needed me to pick him up. And the only member he could remember at the payphone was my phone number because it was right next to is one number away from Beepers Plus. Interesting fact, so. I called Beepers Plus first. Oh and you're God. like, oh, one one below. Oh my God. <laughs> and I can't say their number because my number is still the same after all. No, it's not anymore, but it's oh, pretty Oh, really? Boo. Yeah, slightly mm-hmm. off, Dan. Sorry. Um, no, well, that wasn't my, uh, that wasn't my, 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 I'll go first, I guess. I hope not. Um, my first one is a, a, a smaller business, um, but really, really personal. I think all this is something that affects all four of us. Um, if it doesn't, you have no soul. Um, back in, uh, back when I was in CSUN, um, I didn't have a, a penny to my name and um, every, every, you know, um, in between um, CSUN, um, uh, like uh, the bill for the actual college or um, my rent with, uh, with my friends, um, pretty much every single month I was like strapped for cash and um, I have a healthy appetite. So I was like, don't have too much money. I need food. Don't have too much money. I need food. And uh, lo and behold, one of the saviors of, of my life is a place called Uppercrust. Um, and uh, oh. Uppercrust was 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. See, for for those people who are not uh, can't see this, um, everybody's heart just broke. Um, but upper crust, I, I'm not gonna tell you it's the best. I don't think it was the best Thai food ever. I don't think it was Thai food at all. But the only reason why I think it was Thai Thai food was because the lady kept on demanding and asking if we want Thai tea. So. Um, you know, the answer was always yes. <laughs> and, the answer, and so I have to tell you, when I found out that Upper Crest was closing, I think my wife and I went there like a couple times that week just to like uh, to celebrate. Um, and the funniest thing was that um, I remember Upper Crest Thai tea being huge. And when she asked, you want Thai tea? And I'm like... Uh, I was like, yes, yes, I want Thai tea. He goes, you want big or large? And I was like, large. And this thing was, it was like this. It was like a bucket of, of, of Thai tea. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. um, then but, it, was, it was super duper, dude. It wasn't just large. It was super duper. <laughs> oh, that sweet lady. delicious. And, oh. Full of sugar and caffeine. Full I think it was just milk. <laughs> it was colored like orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not orange the flavor, but just orange dye. <laughs> it was her daughter's crayons, dude. <laughs> Profound moment. I'm glad you brought that up, H. Uh, then I'm sorry, but um, it's funny because, like, you know, we've been, you know, we, we you know, well, let's be honest. Uh, I was at CSUN for five years, and I think I actually did go back there before it closed, before we knew it was closing. But like, on at a whim, I went. But like, I think I remember knowing the fact that we saw their daughter, who, you know, uh, hopefully child labor laws don't get a hold of this lady. She started off as like a little girl behind the counter, uh, uh, you know, drawing or not to actually work in the register. To I think, like I said before, they closed a few years back. She was like, I think the, the owner said, "Oh, she's in college now." I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like, oh, dude!" Do you like know that. what happened? No. The reason why they closed is because the daughter became a doctor. Wow! And basically told the mom and the dad, "Look, you guys are traveling." And so Aww. that's what we um, we uh, right now the the place is called Kunmu or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not as good because it's actually Thai now. Um, it's not three fifty a plate. <laughs> it's not three fifty a plate anymore. It's not just like the same sauce with everything. But um, we we talked to the guy, and that's uh, like they sold the place, the the rights to the place to the the, the couple that's there now, and that's the story. That late that little girl that used to be there, we all joked around, going, "Does she even go to school?" She's now a successful doctor that paid that oh. paid off and told her parents go travel. Oh, that's the best story. What I think I remember her story. doing homework. Yes. I, oh. I remember her coloring all the time. <laughs> that's great. That's really but nice. But did they to take hear. our did they did anybody ever get a copies of those Polaroids? I know that sounds freaking awkward by the way. But the <laughs> pictures that we had on the wall of ourselves. My wife took pictures of it actually. I remember she that. took she took pictures of the pictures. She didn't yes. actually take yeah. oh, okay. And my hair was really badly dyed in college. So thanks for that. Yeah. And I think I have at least two pictures with X's up there. So maybe it's yes. better that there's yeah. not, they're not there anymore. It, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think I was only in one picture with someone I don't know anymore. <laughs> sadly the pictures i have up there are with these guys not sadly I mean, <laughs> I good to know that 20 years, 
20 years later, it's still the same crew. But then I remember, I think Dennis's wife posted one of the pictures and we're like, oh, we don't hang out with some of the people anymore. <laughs> take it down, take it down. Blur, yeah. blur them out. I blur them out. Yeah, yeah. Filter, I tag them, I tag them. <laughs> oh, man. So that was my uh, upper crest. Nice, dude. Um, I guess I, I can I can go next. Uh, I'm gonna go sentimental on this one too, but um, you know, it's this was not. Um, I have a one franchise. I'll save that for later. But this one's a kind of a personal favorite of mine. Uh, the Family Fun Arcade on Balboa Ooh. in Granada Ooh, Hill. That was my second one. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> so I knew it was gonna hit close to home. But I mean, we all have great memories of there because uh, yeah, obviously all of us went to season or you guys all went to St. Jens, and we all have more or less kind of shared experiences. But in this case like uh, this one actually i love you guys i know i went to that arcade with you guys but this one kind of hit close to home because this is actually the place that i used to take uh my eldest son uh he went to frost middle school up the street in balboa in granada hills um so every you know as a city worker every other friday i would have the day off and those were the days that were kind of special to me because i would be able to pick him up from school instead of him letting uh, letting him either cast a bus or you know uh, make his way home or whatnot but like that was a day when i would pick him up we would spend and you know it would, we'd make an afternoon of it i'd pick him up at 2 30 uh, we drive down, we go to the arcade, spend a couple hours there, let him go have, let him go nuts with like five, 10 bucks and quarters. And it was just great. It was, it was such a fun little community of, yeah, like you know, nerds and dorks and gamers who, and, and high school kids. I think this is before, I don't know if you guys have been in that neighborhood lately, but you know, there's that gorgeous Granada. I don't think it's Granada Hills high school. I can't remember the name of that high school, but you know, there's uh, that, there's that science Academy, California Academy of science. Something right. Like that. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. So yeah, I, I don't even know if that was there before or at that time, but um, yeah. So, you know, it, it was a bunch of like high school or, you know, uh, high school, middle school looking kids that were hanging out there too. So yeah, sentimental favorite. And I know, I mean, it, it's kind of like almost like a tombstone, I guess, but I think, um, you know, Dennis's uh, wife runs an, an awesome blog. Yeah. Uh, the 818 i think they've actually saved the neon uh the neon sign from family fun at uh at the valley relics museum so i'd love to see it one of these days but it is yeah it's it's kind of like the clown at the at the clown liquor it's it's one of those old school like 70s 80s icons that uh, unfortunately had to come down and i think now it's a pet store or something like that something totally mm. not yeah so it's it's a little disappointing and a little sad sentimental and it is one of those like i said when they when i found that it closed it was unfortunately it kind of went out without a bang so like there wasn't a big like you know, closing event or anything like that there was no uh save the peach the 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 peach kind of event uh, but I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they had this, that, the same kind of nice story that Upper Crust had. Maybe the owner's son is now an engineer and sent them to space or whatever, but uh, <laughs> in a nice way. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Family Fun Arcade, uh, one of my favorite uh, establishments. Uh, sad to see that and many other arcades go, but I think it's kind of making a comeback, or at least it did before the pandemic shut everything down. But so yeah. now I, I think the guys and I talked about it last week, but watching or thinking about all the things that we used to do uh now to think of it like the idea of like walking up to an arcade cabinet and touching it after somebody did else they're like mm, <laughs> no i don't know about that anymore like i want i want the david busters to succeed or keep stay in business because those are the kind of things that i want my kids and my kids kids and other kids to kind of uh, go back to and say like ah, i love those days but now i'm like miss hand sanitizer guys <laughs> dip your whole body in hand sanitizer go at it <laughs> Anyway, that's me. Uh, family fun arcade. 
Um, I got to tell you, uh, Family Fun was one of my one of my most favorite places. Um, but it, at the same time, it 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 was one of my most shameful places to go to. And we'll leave it at that. Oh. <laughs> Only fans page. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Gosh. Uh, is it, oh, my turn. Um, I, <laughs> I was going to, first I was going to say, well, it wasn't a business, but I wanted to say that I'm kind of sad that Universal Studios doesn't have the Back to the Future ride anymore. <laughs> That's perfect. I what, missed that wait, ride. What? What? The Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios. Oh, they replaced it with, was it The Simpsons? With The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Got, okay. And sure, The Simpsons ride has like little touches of like their, it, there's like little like callbacks to like Hill Valley and stuff, but it's not the same. And I know like whatever, it's old, but I don't know, just that was such a good ride and like going inside yeah. the dinosaur's mouth and you know, riding on the lava. I don't know. I, I kind of miss that. Um, so I, I, I am sad that that closed. Curse, <laughs> it it's funny that you mentioned that, um, you know, at least when I was younger and could fit in the rides, um, like um, I was pretty, I was pretty adventurous in terms of like, um, uh, roller coasters and everything. I used to love to go to uh, Six Flags and everything. But Back to the Future was the very first ride that actually made me sick. Like I, re- I remember the first time I rode it, I threw up because of how like uh, you were getting jarred. Um, the the screen, the the effects, and everything. Um, so good riddance. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm not a big fan of like, uh, you know, those like you're sitting and watching a video screen. You know, I like I like, you know, those dark rides at Disneyland and, you know, uh, yeah, I like seeing props and effects. But I don't know. There's something about that Back to the Future ride. That's just I don't know. It's just like maybe it's just nostalgia for me. Chris, did you ever purchase the this is dorky special edition Back to the Future movie that came out a few years after the set came out? Uh, no, wait. I think I think my husband has it. I think Randy okay. has it. I, I literally bought the DVD just because it has Back to the Future the ride on it. Oh, uh, so I can just stare at my TV and just like <clears throat> you have to go like that, pretend. Like, just like go <laughs> side to side, moving forward. I'm not gonna really, say like, it was really janky. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I've spent maybe the prior two weeks looking up old theme park rides on YouTube because that would be sad. Um, no, but I, I do have, it too. But, you see the journey, there's a journey through inner space on YouTube. Do you remember like that ride at Disneyland? Oh, no. Are you talking about the, the Martin Short one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You sneeze. Oh I, yeah. I remember that ride. Yeah, yeah. Was that, um, was that the one, bef- the one, the one before honey has shrunk the kids? Yeah, and it and it was kind of like you're you're in a it was an omni mover ride and mm. you get shrunken down. Um, you can't what what they have on YouTube is like someone recreated it, like someone maybe like did the research Ooh. and recreated the ride. And it's you don't see the ride. It, I mean, it's been long gone, but someone recreated it. Yeah, someone else recreated the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea ride. <gasps> oh. 
love how creative yeah. people are. But I've I I was literally like a couple of days ago watching the Haunted Mansion just because I've missed the Haunted Mansion, and I not even annually, probably monthly, watch uh the Back to the Future ride, even though it's not in HD, it's standard diff, but I have it in HD somewhere here, so. Yeah, oh, I spent cool. uh, $20 on a new DVD just for that bonus feature because it's me. So That's cool. I'm going to look into that. I think um, we, have a, we have time for one more round. All right. Uh, let me do mine real quickly just because uh, and then we'll, we'll move on. Uh, the One of the businesses besides the main big ones, like the warehouse where I fell in love with movies and music at the same time, um, unfortunately is a small business in Burbank called Backside Records. Oh, um, Yeah. Yeah, they closed. I... Shut oh. up. Did you not know this? I did not. Okay, it's continue. been like ten years, man. Oh God. Um, backside when I was in high school and college was the only place where they would sell promo CDs, which are supposed to be free, and you could see in the corner that it would say promo, and there'd be a hole punched in the corner because you're not supposed to sell them, but they would sell them for like six bucks, and you would get some of the CDs that had not come out officially yet. And I was in the late 90s, early 2000s. I was all about hip hop and R&B stuff and a lot of punk stuff. So they would be the only place that had those random compilations that no other record uh, store was really holding. So it was kind of like, you know, a small record store where you could listen to all of the songs. And then upstairs they had vinyl. And then in random places they had um, gold chains, gold teeth, uh, you know paraphernalia that for some reason appeals to me so i would spend my fridays before every movie we would go to backside records first and then after every movie if the soundtrack was good we would go back to backside if it was still open and buy those soundtracks so um unfortunately times changed it turned into a vape shop and then it turned into a shoe uh consignment store so i should have been more into those things but um unfortunately now i don't think there's any i think there's business there but um the uh memory of backside is <laughs> memory of backside but <laughs> backside records mm. to this day one of the best places ever okay my my last one i, I have a, a bunch to be honest with you um i was gonna talk about comp usa um <laughs> me giving too much money to that place uh, i was gonna mention kb toys but then uh, when harold uh, when harold when lewis mentioned family fun um, there was something that triggered and i think i don't know courage should know the place definitely harold because he got he bought a lot of stuff there but it is uh if upper crust it was a very personal one this was another personal one um this business um used to be in wood on woodman and roscoe um and it was a uh, a place called tang's donuts <laughs> and Kurza I is knew, dying i i knew you were gonna say that after no, you started I talking about place. upper crust probably for a different reason yeah that's the fun and yes. i was just gonna say yes. that Kurja, <laughs> is that de- depending on who you are there was something about tangs that you went to because <laughs> of it um 
because I was a nerd. Um, th- that was the that was the place that had at least in that uh, like uh, at the beginning. That was like the most competitive like uh, Street Fighter two uh, cabinet there was. And so um, I st- I still told I, I still tell this story my my wife who I'm pretty sure is sick of this story. But I remember going to Tang's and I would go there um, and challenge uh, people. And the funniest part is. You have, you know, Lewis talked about the culture that 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 our kids wouldn't know. Um, I remember going there, and there were like, uh, like Asian dudes from either Polly or St. Jens or whether whatever, um, and they were playing video games, and they had their girlfriend just like hanging out with them the whole time, like almost like a trophy uh, of sorts. So the, 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 they have the girlfriend over there and it's like the intimidation factor of you're trying to defeat this guy who's really good and his girlfriend is like sitting there watching him. And I'm like, man, I wish I was this dude. <laughs> I want I, I want to be that good at Street Fighter and have a hot girlfriend like hanging in next to me. So um, uh, I remember there was one point where I forget where we were and oh uh, we were in um, we were in the um, uh, mini golf um, in Sherman Oaks. Uh, I forget the name of the, that place. Castle Park. And, Castle Park. Uh, yeah, there you go. I was playing video. I was playing. Um, uh, they had a Street Fighter mm-hmm. Two machine, and um, some some guy like uh, sat uh, sat next to me and put in the 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 uh, the the, qu- the quarter. I turn around and go, Ben, Ben, come here, come here. I want you to stand right here. I want you to stand right here and watch <laughs> me while I'm playing. <laughs> So um, I miss that Tangs because of the video games. I'm pretty sure Kershaw and Harold had a different version of it. Dude. Yeah. I, Tang, maybe Tang ran- sounds- oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, Tang, well, why do you make it sound like Tangs is like a freaking Fast and the Furious scene, dude? <laughs> in my Ooh. head? It kind of was. There was, it, a lot of, there was a lot of like Acura and Tegras. In yeah, dude. And hot girls like, throw that Hadouken, babe. <laughs> dude. Uh- <laughs> Harold, Harold Kersha, am I lying here? No, I no you're not lying. Burbank was lame lying. compared to that. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to just add why I love Tangs back in the day is because they sold Lucy, they sold single cigarettes for a dollar. <laughs> a quarter. <laughs> oh, was it a quarter? I don't know. It was remember. a quarter. They I mean, I have no like, idea. And that's how Harold's uh, smoking addiction began. <laughs> and that's how. That is why Harold and I went there, loved it for different reasons. No, I was the combination guy because, uh, like Dennis, I would see that there was uh, hot girls watching dudes not really being interested in the game. But um, yeah, Street Fighter, Darkstalkers, anything like a uh, fighting game, you go to Tang's. Yeah. Um, also, the guys that worked there, they also worked at DJ the DJ restaurant. And one of my friends <laughs> kept on calling him DJ Boy. Like the whole time, she's like, "Hey, DJ boy, give me some quarters. Hey, DJ boy, give me Lucy." <laughs> yeah, loose menthol cigarettes, twenty-five cents each. Oh, all your fault, God. Tang's donuts. <laughs> there was no ID ever required. Never mm-hmm. an ID. I don't even remember having an actual donut there. Like I don't think I've had a donut. Oh yeah, there. they sold donuts. <laughs> 
I think they made more money out of that arcade and those loose leaf cigarettes than the damn donuts, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Sounds like a front for the for a triad, dude. <laughs> what is happening? No, uh, <laughs> Lewis, Lewis, remember, um, remember, um, Fast and Fears, uh, the Tokyo Drift. Of course, of course. Th- that's what it looked like. At least, <laughs> <laughs> in Dennis's head. In my head, that's what yeah. it's still. Re- that's what I remember. All the girls look like Devin Naoki with like no eyebrows. <laughs> and all the guys were Jason Scott Lee for some reason. No, they're all DKs. All just <laughs> and Chris's brother. <laughs> my, my brother. Your brother and all my classmates. Oh man, that yeah, I missed spot. that. I missed that. <laughs> That was the club before the clubs. What a callback, dude. That's you're uh, welcome. So good. <laughs> so good. Sorry, Lee, you had to be there. I know I was gonna say, like Harold and Kurz are, are riding this high right now. <laughs> Nostalgia is yeah. a hell of a drug, guys. Yeah, Kurz and, and Harold are for some reason doing like pretend cigarettes right now. It's kind of weird. No, I'm, I'm using like, my pen just for this. <laughs> like, no, I let me let me let me pack the cigarettes. <laughs> No, Best you can't. Quarter I've spent. You, you can't pack it because it's loose. Is it oh, a loose man. cigarette? It's loose. I don't know. I don't smoke. Like I don't know. <laughs> so, really quickly before Lewis and Chris go into theirs, I <laughs> I I don't know if you guys remembered, but before they used to let you smoke anywhere in Disneyland. Did they really? I don't remember yeah. anywhere. I remember well, the the spots. There was some designated, but like in even before that, they would just be like, well. Away from the crowds, mm. <laughs> but I would be walking through the crowds with a cigarette, and just like little kids, like mommy, <laughs> just blow it in their sorry, face. <laughs> like, Enjoy that balloon, buddy. I'm sorry. Happiest and place on I, believe, like I think the last time I was there, there's like two designated areas. But yeah, yeah, it's the past life. Indifferent. I miss it, but we're not children anymore. All right, Lou. Yeah. All right, dude. Wow, great, great nostalgia. Now I don't know if this is gonna go any better, but um, wow, wow, yeah, dude. Um, okay, my last one, I guess, for a uh, real quick uh, honorable mentions. Uh, this is more recent. Uh, Curry House in downtown LA. Uh, oh. That whole franchise. So kind of sad at that. Um, and I guess uh, honorable mention to Virgin Music in Burbank, that huge mega store um, next to the In and Out, like uh. I think so. The cool kids like Harold hung out at the backside. Us filthy plebeians went to Virgin Megastore because we didn't want to. That's you know, for the rich people, dude. <laughs> well, I just I just browse, dude. I just browse. I couldn't afford I couldn't really... Virgin Megastore yeah. prices. L- Lewis I'm... would go to backside. It's like, oh, that is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> that looks bootleg. That's not good. <laughs> That's illegal. Well, it's, it's not for the, resale. Because backside, backside was next to um, Harold. Is Fantasia still there? The the pool it place. Is still there. It's that's oh, still there. Okay. I don't know if it's still open. Okay. Oh yeah, right now. Obviously, but, but yeah. No, I was gonna say like that was just a dangerous element of like, you know, the, like illegal Burbank. music, and then like the pool hall. The, the two stores in Burbank where the <laughs> Unsullens were. Yep. I love the fact <laughs> that Lewis called it illegal music. The illegal music. <laughs> <laughs> they play loud hip-hop. <laughs> Actually, I'll, I'll give a backside. That was a, that was a place where I got my first uh, System of a Down CD. So, yeah, props to them. That's like, my, that's like my one alternate uh, uh, band that I like. Um, anyway, so uh, I guess for my last one, 
Um, since I went family fun, it's a little uh, mom and pop store, but one of the few franchises that I still miss and uh, had a, a little fond memory for uh, because of their cornbread was a. Uh, uh, Kenny Rogers roasters um, just because like oh. right? there was <laughs> yeah. one on San Fernando and I think it's an I oh no 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 I, I think it's an IHOP now or anyway there was one on Kenny Rogers there was one there it was like the first one that opened and I still remember there was a streak of at least I want to say at least two or three holidays like so these are full calendar years that every holiday like what that was one of the things like nowadays like every every family gather or not you know if the family gathering was happening it was like get a box of portos back then it was like go to Kenny Rogers uh, get get the chicken and get the and get the cornbread and I miss it thoroughly because yeah it's it's again nostalgia is a hell of a drug it's one of those things that I thoroughly miss um, you know I, I think now it's you know Zanku and all those kind of uh, chicken places are the hip places to go to but. Yeah, growing up in the in the nineties, uh, Kenny Rogers was the spot. Um, shout out to the Philippines, however, because we were there just two, three years ago, three years ago, and it's still popping over there. Like, yeah, that's still, what I was gonna right? say. <laughs> H. Yeah, they're like it is like I thought KFC would be the jam over there, but no, it's like if you're anybody, yeah. you go to Kenny Rogers. You know, you know, KFC's for again for the plebeians, for the for the, the, for the tambais and whatnot. But like, if you got money, you get your cornbread from Kenny Rogers. But anyway, oh, so yeah, <laughs> so yeah, one of the few franchises that I still miss. Um, yeah, Kenny Rogers. Hopefully, uh, Kenny Rogers and his um, plastic surgery are doing well today. But yeah. he died. He did. <laughs> yeah. Don't do this. Is this like Luther Vandross? Like last year, last year, right? I'm looking Dude. it up. Okay, Harold, that was trippy because you went. Harold, that was Dude, they they buried they buried his body in the last um, uh, Kenny Rogers um, uh, restaurant in <laughs> L.A. <laughs> yeah, last year, you're right. Dude, that was weird, Harold, because yeah. you you turned to your right and like Kurt uh-huh. turned to her left, and you guys looked like you were talking to each other. That's <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Zoom that is a hell of a thing. <laughs> yeah, he anyway. didn't know when to hold him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I love Kenny Rogers and the chicken too. The chicken too. Anyway, that's it. That's it for me. It's good to know that it's still thriving somewhere. It is. It is. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, because um, I'm sorry. Yeah, like my my cousin who still lives there was saying like IHOP and the Kenny Rogers still have the long lines just to get in. It's like what? <laughs> it's like get yeah. It's like whatever. Anyway, yeah, you don't line up. You hop. <laughs> Oh, That's Lord. what you do. That's what you do. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> uh, well, speaking of thriving somewhere else, um, and it's no longer here, Harold. I'm not. I'm surprised that you didn't bring this up, and maybe you will. But you kind of mentioned the warehouse. But I'm gonna talk about Tower Records. You damn right. I was gonna mention Tower Records. <laughs> <laughs> so so sorry, but I mean. That uh, I'm so sad that it's no longer here, I should say, in, you know, America. (laughs) It's like, it's in Japan. They still have, I think, a couple stores or maybe more than that in Japan. At least one, I think. Um, And uh, yeah, Tower Records was just the place. I, there was one in Northridge where, you know, my, my parents' house is still there's also one on sunset we would go there all the time not just to shop but they also had a lot of like um a lot of free concerts 
that you would yeah. just stand in between the stacks and just like watch a band play. Um, I remember just going to the one in Northridge before like watching a movie, you know, you have to like kill some time. So you're just like reading magazines. They had like little zines there too, like independent zines also. Tower Records, was, oh, my friend's brother used to work there and I thought he was cute. Like it was just like the place to be. Like it was just a fun place to be and like learn about new music and just, you know, maybe buy a shirt of a band that you saw. It's that I'm, I'm kind of sad that that was gone. That that is gone. Harold, did you get to see the um, documentary, the Tower Records documentary? I have, I have not. I, I don't know where to watch that, but I will definitely watch it. Yeah, watch it. It's good. Uh, Colin Hanks did it. it, it they oh, talk nice. about how it started in, you know, Sacramento and, you know, where it is today. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good documentary. I forgot what it was called, but I'll, I'll text it to you. Um, but yeah, I, Tower Records is one that I miss a lot. I remember when it was closing, I went to the to the clearance sale mm-hmm. and I bought a DVD rack because, you know, douchebag. Um and the DVDs, I, I specifically, I don't know why my memory always does this, where I remember exactly what I bought, if it's like a like a last, whatever. The last things I bought there was Kickboxer 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> um, Lionheart starring, uh, for some reason, there was a lot of Jean-Claude Van Damme. There's a lot of Jean-Claude Van Damme. <clears throat> and then uh, no one was buying this other wrestling company, NWNA, NWA TNA DVDs. So I bought them for all like a dollar each and they ended up being some of like the best things um, because some of those guys are like superstars in WWE now. So like some more Joe AJ Styles and all those kind of things. But I was like, Oh, I felt bad. Tower records. Like that me and my buddies used to like mess around there all the time. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of it. So my last one is actually going to be one and I'm bringing this up even though Chris is here because it's very near oh. and dear to me. Um, yeah, there was a bookstore in Northridge before. It's a chain. It's not Barnes and Noble. It was some Mexican restaurant now called On the Border. But <laughs> even when you were working there, Chris, even when you weren't working there, I spent so much time in that place that my bookshelf is literally books from the clearance section at Borders. So I'm Aww. staying uh, at Olivia Munn's biography, Ted DiBiase. Like you know, uh, you know, I buy nothing but pop culture biographies so the first shelf in my bookshelf over here is literally all books that i bought at borders so mm. i that was the first time i remember when dan was really into books or sorry uh yeah dan was really into books and i was like going to borders all the time and i was like hey dan have you ever heard of this series i keep seeing the displays of it it's called twilight what is this twilight thing and then she <laughs> described it and i was like yeah i'm never gonna read or watch any of that so yeah, I miss that place. Coffee and books and people never bothering you. And then yeah. obviously getting to see Krija once every two weeks because I would always run into her like <laughs> every other week. But Yeah. Uh, Borders yeah. is definitely my honorable mention. Yeah. yeah. Also uh, Fedco and Jemco because those are the pre-targets. <laughs> targets Dude, before they were um, targets. It's funny that you mentioned uh, Fedco. Um, I, I remember my uh, my family never... Oh, yeah, my mom, long story short, at a certain point, I didn't have a membership to Fedco, but the prices were still 
pretty damn good. So I needed to find a way. And the beauty of Fedco at that time is the check-in was in uh, at least uh, uh, um, the last couple of times I went there, um, they checked for membership at the beginning, not at the end. Yeah. And so um, what I would do is I would drive to Fedco, um, wait in the parking lot and wait for a Chinese family <laughs> um, and literally walk next to him inside and no one would question me. And by the time I would go inside and like, sweet, I get the shop. So salute Fedco. You know, the last thing I bought at Fedco, I, always, I remember the last thing I bought at Fedco was a Chemical Brothers CD. Because they had a song with uh, Noel Gallagher. And I was like, oh, $1 for a CD? So, thank you, Fedco. What was that? Was that Setting Sun, Harold? I can't remember, but it's the one with, you know, that one song. I have to hear it. I can't remember. (laughs) Well, I think that that is it for us today, guys. Um, Kersha, as usual, thank you very much for being here with us. It is so great um, that you can make some time with us. So, and Kersha is disappearing in the screen for some reason. But before she completely disappears, thank you again, Kersha, for being with us. Um, it is lovely to see you and lovely to hear from you. Yeah. And I know um, our fan uh, really, really enjoys your voice. So, uh, <laughs> Singular. And I'm, I'm, we're we're, we're getting you, desperate man. at this point. Um, if you would like to hear, listen to any of our old podcasts. Um, please check out two fan, uh, the two fanboys one casual dot podbean dot com for all our old episodes, and of course you can check us out at on Facebook every t- uh, two fanboys and a filthy casual. Um, every time the podcast goes live, we'll be posting it there. Uh, not to mention, look for our pretty fun and active uh, group, uh, two fanboys and a filthy casual. So when you uh, look at the search bar, just add both the page and the group. Uh, a bunch of like-minded nerds, geeks, gamers, and pop culture. Um, enthusiasts who are pretty active too. So there you go. And Harold, are you talking to me? Uh, yes. You can find us at on Instagram and Twitter at two fanboys, one casual and you, and anywhere you find your usual podcast, we are there as well. And of course, if you're a fan of the great Kersha, you can find her at, you can find me on Instagram at Kersha.chloe. I'm also on Twitter I don't remember my Twitter handle, and I really just follow it for BTS. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> At least you're honest. But yeah, find me on Instagram, Chloe. There you go. Well, that's it for us today. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. As usual, this is Two Fanboys and the Philly Casual, plus Kersha. And we will see you next time. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. This is Harold. And this is Kersha. See you later. See ya. Bye. Thanks, guys. I want upper crust uh, now. Okay, <laughs> oh, donut. Oh, 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 oh,